You're listening to the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast, where we feature everyday rebel bosses just like you who are taking charge of their life and creating a path to financial freedom by launching digital products online. I'm your host, Eden Freed. Let's learn to launch. Welcome back to another episode of the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast. Today we're going to dig our heels into the topic of testimonials and how to get testimonials for a brand new product, especially when you are brand new in business. So let's start with the basics. First of all, what is a testimonial? It is social proof. It's the thing that tells potential customers, hey, there are real live, living, breathing people out there who have not only used this product, but they've also attained some level of success with it and they've been happy with their results. Testimonials are really powerful tools in the sales process. Without testimonials, potential buyers only have your word that your product works. Now don't get me wrong, your word is good to some extent. Assuming your potentials know, like, and trust you, your word does mean something, and that is powerful for sure. But when you think about what makes a sale, I want you to think about it this way. I want you to imagine that you are hiking up a hill. Your end goal is to get to the top of the hill. Imagine you only have one leg. It's possible to still get up the hill, right? You could hop, you could use a crutch, whatever. You can get up the hill, it just might take you a little bit longer than if you had two legs. You're definitely going to get there faster with two legs though, right? Your word is one leg. The other leg is the word of your past customers. The combination of those two things, of having both legs hiking up that hill, is going to help you close in on the sale faster. So how do you go about doing this when you have a brand new product, and especially when you're pretty new in business too? It's actually pretty simple. In phase one, you're actually gonna give away your product for free to a handful of people that you know will benefit from it. So these are your ideal customers. They're also gonna be your biggest raving fans. You might know them like right off the top of your head, like, hey, so-and-so, Stacy or um, Joe is like my number one raving fan. I, I know that they are my perfect ideal customers. I want you to give your product to them totally for free. This is actually what I do when I launch a brand new product and I want fast testimonials. I send it out to those few people to test and play with. I give them enough time to use and implement the product. So obviously depending on the product, that amount of time is going to vary greatly. And then within that time frame, I reach back out to them via email and I say, hey Stacy, how's it going? I was wondering if, you had, uh, t- if you've had time to check this out and give it a spin. What do you think? Do you have any feedback? And I want to note a few things about this message. First of all, it's really casual because you're talking to somebody that you probably already have some sort of relationship with or you're a raving fan. You know them really well, they know you really well. So it's a really casual message. But a few other things I want you to note is the term feedback and the question, what do you think? Now notice I'm not explicitly saying, hey Stacy, can you give me a testimonial? since I gave you that product for free, right? Like, can you give me a testimonial? (laughs) Instead, I'm asking a genuine question. And the genuine question is just, what do you think? It's very open-ended. It gives them the opportunity to truly express 
what their opinions are of the product and what results they got from it, how it helped them, whatever, and they could be positive or negative. This is really just a call for feedback. Why do we do it this way? Because I found that people often tense up when they're asked for a testimonial, um, and it gets really awkward. And I've done this if I've done this via video recording too, and it became very very clear. If I hop on Zoom with somebody and I say, "Stacy, tell me what you think," versus "Stacy, can you give me a testimonial?" the answers are going to vary quite significantly and typically the answer to the testimonial is going to be more awkward and less usable for you. The genuine testimonials truly come out when you just ask that open-ended what did you think question. It's just it's easier for them to digest, it's just less tense, there are less expectations and the magic will just come out more naturally, okay? So keep that in mind when you're phrasing your email. Keep it calm, keep it casual, because it really is, right? Once you get a reply, that's when you're gonna send them on another message saying, thank you so much, do you mind if I share your reply on my website and on social media? I'm more than happy to redact any identifying information, whatever your comfort is. So you didn't, you didn't start off by saying, hey Stacy, can, can you give me a testimonial? Can I use it on my website? You just said, hey Stacy, can you give me your feedback? Um, what do you think, any thoughts for me? And then you follow it up by saying, this is so great, I'm so glad you loved it and got great results. Do you mind if I share this with my audience? So occasionally you will get replies that are something like, hey, I actually haven't even touched the product yet, I'm so sorry, let me get back to you. And that's okay, again, you know, you don't have expectations going into this that people are going to reply within seven to 14 days. You want them to use it and implement. You want this to be a no stress approach. So that's totally fine. Just make a note in your calendar to follow back up with those individuals. But other times you will get those really amazing replies with real answers that you can turn into testimonials. And those answers that I get via email often turn into the very first powerful testimonials that I'm just going to screenshot and share on my sales page and share in my sales emails and even incorporate into promotional graphics that I share on social media. Now, I know you might be thinking, well, these people are getting it for free. Is that the same thing? Um, does that sacrifice the integrity of the product? Absolutely not. There is nothing wrong with giving away your product for free. You're still giving away that same product. They're still using it and implementing it and getting results. So you're not destroying the integrity of the product and the marketing just by giving it away to some people for free and asking what they think, okay? Those people really are still using it and getting results. Now, what would be unethical and terrible <laughs> would be to say, um, would be to to like fabricate results, right? Um, or to change the product in some way, give them access to a different product, and claim that they're you know they're saying they got results with X product, and really you're selling Y, right? Like you want to be very honest about um, what the product is, and giving them the, the same access to the product that you're going to be marketing on your sales page, but giving them the product for free is totally okay. Now, when it comes to testimonials. What I actually recommend that you do is just take screenshots. Now I know that there are lots of tools out there now that will format testimonials. Um, there are lots of ways to just incorporate testimonials right onto your sales page, especially if you have a page builder like Elementor or Thrive Architect or something similar. There's lots of testimonial tools built into those um, already, 
but I actually really love just taking screenshots of emails, taking screenshots of social media posts, because remember, testimonials prove that real people liked your product. Showcasing a real email reply from someone will further validate the notion that this is real and not just a made up quote from a made up person that you slapped on your sales page to fill that testimonial block, okay? So screenshots are really powerful because it just it's, it's one extra thing that helps your potential buyer feel comfortable that this is real and authentic. So that's it, that's phase one, pretty easy, right? You're just gonna be giving away your product to a handful of people who are your raving fans, people who you know fit that ideal customer demographic so you know that they're gonna use it, they're gonna get results from it, they're gonna be excited about it, and uh, getting those replies via email and taking screenshots and putting them on your sales page. Now phase two, I want you to launch to a segment of your audience with discounted pricing. So now that you have a few testimonials from phase one, you can soft launch your product to a segment of your audience with lower price, uh, a lower price point than you would for your regular launch. Now how you choose to segment your audience is ultimately up to you, but I recommend that you do this based on the people who are most likely to use it. So you know, if you have lots of different categories on your website, you wanna make sure that you're only you're only giving this opportunity to the people who really closely fit in with the ideal customer um, and the people who know you best so maybe you're gonna send this to people who have been on your email list for X amount of time and they know you really well now even if you have a small audience there's a ch there's you know there's a decent chance that you do have a segment of people who fit the mold better than another segment of people so just analyze who do you have in your audience? Is there a certain group of people? Um, and if nothing else, it's okay to just send to uh, the small group of people who have been around the longest. Why do we do this? Why is this useful? Because the more they like you and the more targeted they are to your target customer um, for the specific product, it will increase the likelihood that they're gonna take advantage of the opportunity. And remember, we want fast results with this so that we can get those testimonials on your sales page, in your sales emails, on social media as fast as possible. Now you're gonna just offer a slight discount to the offer and you're gonna do so for a very limited time because the combination of that discount and the limited of time is going to give you urgency, okay? And that urgency is going to help them make that purchase decision faster. Remember, phase one, you're giving it away for free, but in phase two, you are selling it. Um, and you do have some testimonials to sell it, but in this case, you are still selling it, which means they have to make that purchase decision, okay? Now, because it's discounted, you know, you're, it's gonna be easier for them to make that purchase decision even though there aren't already a lot of uh, testimonials on your sales page, okay? So um, once they buy, you have a few different options here, but depending on the audience size, you can either manually send out emails reaching out with a call for feedback, and only do that if you have a very, very small audience because otherwise you'll be giving yourself a lot of busy work that you definitely don't need to be doing, or you can set this up as part of your automated email sequence in your email service provider. So you would tag people as buyers of this product and then you would make sure that all people who are tagged as buyers of that product will receive this email sequence and that email sequence will include an email asking for that feedback. Now, just like in phase one, not everyone's going to reply to your call for feedback, but some people will. And those are the people who are going to provide the next level of testimonials. 
Um, now keep in mind that asking for feedback via email is just one way to go about collecting testimonials. Another thing that you can do is say, hey, can you go and comment on this Facebook post with your thoughts on the product? Now, I like this approach a lot because it allows you to screenshot posts on social media and add those to your sales page. So now you're gonna have a combination of email replies and comments on social media, which is just a cool variation. And again, don't worry too much about aesthetics here because like, again, these are just real life proof that your product is valuable and actually works. And when you have that, that's powerful and it doesn't matter that it's a Facebook post screenshot or an email screenshot from Gmail uh, and that that doesn't match your aesthetic because the validation that it's a real life testimonial is more important than that. Now, I love the social media approach because it not only builds buzz on social media and fuels the algorithm, but it just looks so good on sales pages to have screenshots of social media comments and posts from people. Again, it's just one more thing that shows, wow, this product must be good. Now, yes, there is a downside to asking people to just comment directly on a post versus um, just sending you an email because when you ask them to post or when you even when you ask for feedback via email, you run the risk that some people are going to reply negatively and um, maybe they didn't like your product. That's okay. It's the nature of business. Your product is not meant for everyone and it will not work for everyone. In fact, if you've done your job developing your product well, it shouldn't work for everybody because you have a specific target demographic. Not everybody's gonna fit the mold. Occasionally, there will be some people who fall through the cracks and accidentally purchase your product even though they really shouldn't have, um, even though they didn't fit the mold. And if that happens, they're just not gonna get the results that your ideal customer would actually get. And you have to know the difference. Are they giving you negative feedback because it really wasn't meant for them? Or are they giving you this negative feedback that you actually should listen to and make changes in your product? Because that's also a potential reality. You know, Maybe your product does need some work and you should keep your eyes and ears open to that and make changes um, without it you know, hurting your ego. Even if it does hurt your ego, you should still be open to making those changes. But um, asking for people to comment on a social post just means that you know, that potential uh, thing that might happen is happening in public versus happening in your inbox. And again, that's fine. Take a big deep breath, know that you're okay. It doesn't define you, it doesn't even define your self-worth or even the worth of the product. <laughs> it's just something that's gonna happen and especially as your business grows, your audience size grows, it will happen with more frequency and your, th your skin will hopefully get thicker and um, you'll be able to move on from it. But just because that's a possibility, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say avoid this if that, you know, because ultimately more, most people will like your product and will get value from it. And uh, you just have to tune out the noise from people who are just not meant to buy your product. All right, now we are on phase three. So you've given your product out for free. You've done a soft launch to a segment of your audience with discounted pricing. At this point, you have a decent amount of testimonials. You've collected at least a handful. You're displaying them on your sales page in your sales emails throughout social media. At this point, you are ready to launch at the regular price point to your entire audience. And I know it may feel like you don't have enough, but you have something. And as I, as I like to say time and time again, your sales content is just never gonna be finished. It's always a work in progress. And as you sell more, you're going to get more testimonials. 
Everybody has to start from somewhere. So be calm, cool, collected, and confident that in time, your testimonials will grow, they will get better, and eventually you're, you're gonna be replacing those old testimonials with newer and better ones. But the only way to do that is to widen the pool of people who can buy. So don't be afraid of launching. Don't wait until you feel like you have the ideal number of testimonials. You've done everything that you can at this point to collect as many testimonials as you can. So now the only thing that you can do is just launch and know you've done all of your hard work and everything's gonna be okay. So with that, I will leave you today and I look forward to chatting with you all again next week. I hope you learned something and I'll catch you next time. Hey Rebel Boss, do you wanna learn how to launch your digital product in the next 90 days? If yes, grab the free roadmap over at edenfree.com forward slash RBL. That's edenfree.com forward slash RBL. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review and to share on social media. Your support really does mean the world. I'm your host, Eden Freed, and remember, keep kicking ass, keep putting in the work, and most importantly, keep showing up. We'll see you next time.